It's warm. I'm warm. It's warm in here. Sorry, I was eating a cough drop. If you couldn't tell by my manly voice, I'm a little under the weather. We've all been there. Rex is back this evening. Super I'm happy. I'm happy. <laughs> uh, reverse that was still out w- with what we believe. Is, uh, it's, it's probably a sexually transmitted disease, honestly. <laughs> and uh, I do have my ringer off, but I did notice I had some text notifications because the Yankee that I referred to on the podcast, my coworker that is so proud to, that he, that he got, uh, got vaccinated, <laughs> that he got vaccinated. I'm his new text buddy. He has a couple drinks. And so over the long weekend, I, dude, I, if I didn't have like a hundred texts, like, look, look, buddy, I don't need any new friends. Unless the only new friends I need are people to subscribe to our podcast. <laughs> I don't want to rope any rope it up anybody. I do have a David Hogg update, and I'm not reading this off anywhere. Um, there are several articles about it, but Bed Bath and Beyond, who uh, when Mike Lindell started to question the the election, uh, them and a lot of other places dropped Mike Lindell's product. I guess Bed Bath and Beyond is apparently closing 37 stores. I love it. <laughs> Pretty good. And da- David Hogg doesn't have anything to do with Bed Bath & Beyond, but David Hogg was going to have the competing pillow company that never materialized because he's an idiot. I can't even remember what it was supposed to be called. Good Pillow. Good Pillow. I can remember that, and I can remember uh, Pete Hammerhall's <laughs> mate's name. Come on, man. Yeah. Is it uh, Chaston? I was going to say Tristan. <laughs> I said Tristan on the last episode, but it's Chaston. I was the, thinking Kristen. And the thing yeah. that reminds me of is Chaston chafing. Bada bing, bada boom. Um <laughs> But, so, the listeners are probably like, okay, that's not a David Hogg update, and it's not. So, I looked up David Hogg's social media, and you're going to have to bleep this, but he's still a fag. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got a man bun and, like, a, a little pube beard, and he was, like, going, he was driving out west. But it did say that his address, like, is where There's he lived. There's no such thing as a man bun. What is it? I mean, you may have a it's boy. A, you may have a boy bun. He had a boy, but, okay, like, that's cool. That's fair. He yeah. had a boy bun. And, uh, <laughs> but I can believe like the patchy facial hair. There's no way that guy grows like a real, a real thick dominant beard. Well, I was actually surprised his his neck filled out. He's got neck beard. It comes from no, all the his, his it comes beard. from all the soy. Oh man, I think an ex, like an excess of soy just makes your beard grow on your neck. Did it, it fill moved. out in between the indentions of the fingers that have been grabbing his neck? <laughs> I don't think he's even. I mean, no, it was like. It was almost like the pencil beard, but not trimmed. Like, it naturally grew kind of like a sporadic pencil. So, if it was a pencil beard, was it actually like a beard, or was it like a tattoo? Like how these women get their eyebrows, you know, tattooed. I'm going to tattoo some hair on my head. Just like little... I've done it before. It it actually... Did you really? No. (laughs) How did... did Me and Rex's old boss... (laughs) Pardon me, I'm under the weather. Come on, man. He uh he was gonna get hair plugs one time. I know a few people that have done that. Yeah. Yeah, well. Anyway, and it worked. That's my that's my David Hogg update. David Hogg is still a dweeb. And so I'm, I'm just keeping it as PC as possible so we don't have to believe it. He's how he's, did his skin look? Was it still soft like milky? Yes, it was pale. Pasty. Really yeah. It was the it looked to be the color of cottage cheese. Fresh cottage cheese, not yellow. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was it was about like he still. It looked like fresh snow, but he's still keeping out of the sun pretty regular. It's weird because he was out, he was out west, and so like it's so weird. I, I mean, I don't know if uh, one like if he 
put his phone down and did like the selfie or if someone was with him. If they were, I'm sure it wasn't a person with a vagina, a birthing person, whatever they call it now, what he would call it. But it, it sure wasn't a female. And if it was, she was fat and ugly and a lesbian. So is that okay? Yeah, it's good. Yep. So, but he was, he took a picture of himself. Like I, I'm guessing like Arizona or something like that. Maybe he was at the Grand Canyon. I can't remember. Nobody cares unless he fell into the Grand Canyon, which then would be awesome. That would be a David Hogg update. But then again, he, he weighs so little. It'd be like a squirrel <laughs> or an ant. Like it, nothing would happen when he hit the ground. Yeah, you know a I mean? David Hogg update. He fell from the Hoover Dam and, and uh, he sprouted his little wings like a flying squirrel and just landed. Yeah, he's fine. Like just because he has no body weight, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's, it's, it's fine. But. <laughs> Any, anyway, turns uh, out he's got a natural built-in wingsuit. So he's been hanging out in the sun, and he's still pale. No farmer's tan, though. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, it's just that's that's. The Did they have a picture of what he was driving? Yes, it was a Honda Pilot. Actually, really? it was white. See, I can remember some things. So he yeah. blended in. <laughs> he was. It was hard, like the bumpers, like the so bumper was like, was like black. Like the grill, rather, was like black and chrome. So yeah, you could kind of see him and then make out the outline of his beady little stupid because he was wearing a like his his uh, boy bun is packed inside of a beanie and then like the little, it's funny because again, a UFC thing. Like I think it was when Brock Lesnar got his uh, liver kicked into the uh, nosebleeds <laughs> by Alistair Overeem. I think it was that one. Maybe I, I may be wrong. I don't think it was that one. Anyways, what, cause he's uh, from, I think he lives in North Dakota and then he'll hunt in North Dakota and Canada. And so it was hunting season, whatever. He grew this big beard and like the media kept asking him about the beard cause he'd never had one before. And he's like, this is what we do when we, in the winter, when we go hunt. And so, cool, whatever. But David Hogg was like, he, I, he I, by the pictures, I mean, it, though. It he, is wintertime. Maybe David Hogg is going. <laughs> well, that, going so, there was nothing there to, to oh, he's on the hunt, but it yeah, ain't, it ain't for, yeah, it ain't for no the, game animal. Nah, he's hunting. He's trolling for some. Uh, you don't think he's outdoorsy? Well, that's, he's again. outdoorsman. Yeah. You uh, think his palms are soft? Like, you oh, think his yeah. hands, like, they're. Like as soft as his face, dude. I think his elbows soft. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's supposed to be the hardest point on the body. Like, no, you'd be getting it like a roll of toilet paper. So, you think his knees are probably callous though? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, but uh, he, uh, but yeah, he, he was trying to look outdoorsy and like the, these these idiotic poses, and it's completely lost on him that the vibe you're going for. Like, he'll never hear this. My my brother in law, like he's he's younger, and he's in his early twenties, and his beard is just. It's awful. Like, from a young age, like, it started out with, like, these straggly few hairs on his chin. And they, it was, dude, like, I'm getting, like, a full-fledged vision. It was so bad. Because, like, it looked like Homer's head. Like, these three hairs. But, like, <laughs> only they were, like, curling up. Like, dude, you can't make a beard comb over with three beard hairs. Like, you got to get that <laughs> off. Like, and so my wife's trying to tell him, like, you know, if you cut it, it'll come back. And so he's a few years older now. And, like, it's filled out some. But, like, dude, it just looks... So mangy, so, and, and he's—I don't want—he's he's a butcher, dude. They let you wear that? Like, do you have to put a net over this? Is thing? it sanitary? It can't be. It, no, it does not look sanitary. So does he let them grow out and like have one going to the right and like curl it up? Well, no, 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 no. It's—it's it's more than three hairs now. Oh, that okay. was a few years ago, but it, it's still scraggly. And I told him, I said, dude, you would, like, if you came to where we live, because we have, like, a a big excess of panhandlers, you would make a killing here, dude. Like, with that beard? Oh, yeah. You'd you'd kill it, dude. (laughs) We're talking tax-free cash. Yeah. Yeah, dude. You'd be rich. Well, yeah, you'd you'd be rich. I don't know what you you make being a, I think he makes pretty good. That beard screams that you live in a tent. Yes. Down by the river. Or a box. (laughs) 
under an overpass. Dude, we there there there's a lot of them, and he could be one. But uh, yeah, David Hogg update. That's all I got. So, well, okay. No, what's up? No, that's all right. Okay. What do you, do we need more hog? Is that what it is? I don't need any hog. You can have all the hog you want, but um, the listeners like every time that we talk about David Hogg, they love it. Uh, no, so, I, I wasn't. I wasn't going to talk about. This hog. is going to be a freaking ratings. It's going to be insane ratings. It's going to be a ratings extravaganza, bonanza, <laughs> a bonanza, ratings, bonanza. <laughs> a yeah. ratings bonanza extravaganza, express banana split. What's up next? We got uh, Ted Cruz trying to redeem himself this week, I believe. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, he to, tried his hand at a little bit that's, of redemption. That's the imitation. Oh, did he slam his hand? Twice. Oh, come on, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, so for those that didn't listen last week, that would be reverso. STDs will get you down. So, get vaccinated. Get vaccinated. Yeah, so this is a video of Ted Cruz, which we'll we'll go over it a little bit later. But he's um, he's talking to a lady from the FBI uh, which they're doing, I think there, there'll be a little feedback or whatever in this, or like an echo, I believe, because they're having a video conference, I'm sure, because of COVID or some kind of nonsensical stuff like that. So, But he's questioned her about the FBI's involvement on January 6th. Ms. Sandberg, I want to turn to the FBI. How many FBI agents or confidential informants actively participated in the events of January 6th? Sir, I'm sure you can appreciate that I can't go into the specifics of sources and methods. Uh, Did any FBI agents or confidential informants actively participate in the events of January 6th? Yes or no? Sir, I can't I can't answer that. Did any FBI agents or confidential informants commit crimes of violence on January 6th? I can't answer that, sir. Did any FBI agents or FBI informants actively encourage and incite crimes of violence on January 6th? Sir, I can't answer that. Sir, I can't answer So you notice like the first question he asked was how many FBI agents were involved. Yeah. Um, And then she says that she can't go into details, whatever, just pertaining to to the FBI and, and, uh, what all they're involved in. And and the answer to that should be we had nothing to do with it. Absolutely. The um, honest answer. Well, yeah, if you if, were rather if that were if honest. You, yes, yeah, that's what it so, helps. Yeah. And, and, yeah, if you had an honest answer and you were doing the right thing or whatever, if you if you people were honest and trustworthy, the answer should be yeah, we didn't have anything to do with right. it. Right. If the if the institution of the FBI is what y'all would still like people to believe that it is, that would have been the right answer. You know what I mean? That would have been the answer that you gave. And so there's he's specifically making reference to Ray Epps, and in fact, and I don't have it up, but Kinzinger, the Rhino sack of crap that's on the January 6th committee with the other Rhino, Liz Cheney, mm. made a statement about Ted Cruz doing that and trying to make a play on words and and, and basically make it like it was a nothing to it. There is no good explanation. And Tucker Carlson made a good point about that exchange, and one of is that Ted Cruz did not ask. He he asked in law enforcement or, or their agency specifically, was there any agents of any faction of the government? You know what I mean? So not just the FBI, but to your knowledge, was there anybody under, under the guise of the federal government operating there that day? And Instead if, of just the FBI. Correct. And we we all know what the reality is. And so the, the problem is yeah, what we talked about. every branch there. 
we talked about several times over the last few weeks. Get vaccinated. Get vaccinated. The, the guy was on the FBI most wanted list for however six six months, I believe it was, and uh, then all of a sudden he disappears. And so now Kinzinger was saying, "Oh, he's been questioned. We brought him in and talked to him." They continually expanded the boundaries around the Capitol, the, the the people that they wanted to question. We talked about that a few weeks ago. So we all we talked about Ray Epps' breach team. And none none of those people, none of those people are in jail. None of those people took and so that's the thing. They said that they questioned them. And that was the extent of it. And so the public has a right to know. It has all the appearances. Well, I, I, I'll drop the pretenses. They instigated it. And yeah. so here's here's another thing that I was reading is that Ray Epps had a Twitter account. They just found it. He liked he didn't have he didn't like anything at all except for several of Hillary Clinton's tweets back I, I want to say it was post post 2016 yet he's supposed to be this right-wing guy Trump big Trump dude right-wing guy for all these years an agitator was what we're supposed to believe and, I, and I'm, I'm this is a play on what Tucker Carlson said although I got that the the tweet information somewhere else but if he is that if he is that guy why are the Democrats not after him like a rabid dog, like they are regular people that just walk through there? For example, the guy with the bullhorns or the guy that put his feet on Nancy Pelosi's desk. So here this dude is on the 5th and 6th, along working in conjunction with other people to take down fencing, yelling from scaffolding with a bullhorn. You're directing them in there, and one of the people you're directing in there is John Sullivan, the Black Lives Matter guy, while you've got... Tw- it's so obvious. And so it's sloppiness. And I'm, I'm not going to guess because I want to say that Trump put that rally together in pretty short order because we bought tickets the day after he announced it so i could go back and look but it was pretty quick I, there was there was very little notice if if i remember correctly to be there on january 6th like maybe maybe two weeks does that sound about right yeah absolutely. so they slapped that together the opposition slapped that together as a trap so and and that's exactly what it was and the, and the people have a right to know what you've done you still work for the taxpayer yeah well you're supposed to, but that's not the way the government is, is is functioning. It's it's very sick and cumbersome, and and I think it's starting to stumble and and, and a lot of aspects of it are starting to crumble before our eyes. This 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 can't this level of corruption cannot continue. This level of dishonesty cannot continue because politically they disagreed with a duly elected president. We're in a very bad spot. And I do want to say this one thing, but I don't want to rant too long on it. But it's just a thought that I keep having this week when I'm watching what the Ted Cruz is flip flop specifically. You let the mask slip. He's done it several times, but he let the mask slip more than ever on this one. And I'm not saying that it's unforgivable, but dude, if your heart was in the right place, those words would have never came out of your mouth. So it just makes me think. And just for everybody listening, what what you're talking about is when Ted Cruz was saying that January 6th was a terrorist he referred to it as a terrorist Correct. attack. Yeah. Correct. And so when you look around, it's so many of these elected officials. Which no one's been tried for terrorism. Insurrection. Like insurrection, sure. any of that. Correct. And all of them, Democrats and Republicans alike, you have been up here for so long. And we're supposed to trust you, the lesser of two evils. X wants so many different things that, that lead us to picking these people. There, there's got to be a better option. If, if I operated at my job or you, as critical as your job is, or your business was ran to the capacity that these people run our government, we would all be out of work hundred uh, literally 100 times over. You're terrible. It has gotten to a point that it's so bad 
elections cannot be this consequent. Like, they should never be this consequential because of just the, the the presidency changing. We've completely lost control. Lost control. And I could talk for hours on why I believe the reasons that is. And one of them, the most grinding ones that I regularly talk about is I'm not political. And I'll say it again. I'll beat that dead horse. You need to be. Speaking of beating dead horses, I did not pull the clip of Biden telling the people in Atlanta at his crazy speech that uh, he was in the civil rights movement and did all kinds of cool stuff. And, oh, got arrested. That's right. He said he got arrested marching in Selma. So even though he's already said that he hasn't, for our longtime listeners, we've beat that to death. But, yeah, yeah. he... He, do, he dusted that pup off again. Well, actually, he didn't have time to get dusty because he just used it. Just used it yeah. Anyway, you, ha- you have more on this? Yeah, this is actually the second line of questioning right here where he actually, Ted Cruz goes into asking about Ray Epps and who he is okay, and his involvement with the FBI. Okay. Who is Ray Epps? Epps. I'm aware of the individual, sir. Uh, I don't have the specific background to him. Well... There are a lot of people who are understandably very concerned about Mr. Epps. On the night of January 5th, 2021, Epps wandered around the crowd that had gathered. And there's video out there of him chanting, tomorrow, we need to get into the Capitol, into the Capitol. This was strange behavior, so strange that the crowd began chanting, fed, 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 fed. Ms. Sandburn, was Ray Epps a fed? Sir, I cannot answer that question. The next day. The next day. On January 6th, Mr. Epps is seen whispering to a person, and five seconds later, five seconds after he's whispering to a person, that same person begins to forcibly tear down the barricades. That, that's frustrating. And, you, and like like I said, the, what, what, and again, I'll, I'll, I'll let you make your point. I apologize. But that kind of just makes me want to reiterate Ted Cruz didn't get asked about this until he slipped up. Where were you six months ago? Revolver was talking about Ray. A lot of people were talking about Ray Epps and alternate alternate media six months ago. Where where have you been, dude? He's in recovery yeah. mode. He's trying to. Yeah, he yeah. is. He is. But that's that's kind of where I'm trying to expound on that point. That you should have been like a velociraptor on that man. But I, I just don't think that Ted Cruz is genuine at all. I mean, he didn't get the moniker Lion Ted for no reason, man. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much off the Ted Cruz train at this point. I'm, so I'm when extremely, did he get that Lion Ted? When did that come about? Trump gave him that. Uh, so how was, long? How long ago was that? That's been that had been in the the uh, during the debate. primaries, yeah, leading up to the 2016 election, correct? But how did that come about? I mean, what what caused that? Was there one thing in particular? Not, was it? not that I can recall. Um, that, well, there, there may have been, I, I can't, re, I can't recall. It was, it was some of his flip, previous flip flops, if I remember correctly. Okay, I just did much. Yeah, I think, I, he, I think that he was, was talking. I think it was some of the specific things about his voting record. As I, I'm, I'm so it's kind of coming back to me. It, it was some things that had specifically to do with his voting record, and that he said one thing and did another, which again is extremely common, which proves my point. We would be think about Obamacare for an example. We would be nowhere. Things would not be this critical. And people at this point, because you always have these new generations coming into the voting age, they've become used to these health insurance premiums. This this is not okay. This still needs to be fixed. This this sucks. Nobody's talking about it. This this has got to change. Of course, when these 
lunatics are in power, that's that's not going to happen. But remember, when Trump took office, we we controlled both houses of Congress. What happened? Like that, which I know they tried, but I know prior to uh, that, now that was when McCain sold us out, was it not? He died after Trump was elected. Yes. Yeah. So that's when that's when McCain sold us out out of spite for President Trump at the time. That's what happened. And so that's when they call him a stalwart and a maverick and all these good things. Now the Democrats say glowing things because he stood because he resisted Donald Trump and attacked Donald Trump and slandered him. And it's not hard to tell why he did that because they were in his pocket. Why else would he sell out his constituents and everybody else and his reputation? You can't depend on what the establishment and what the system says his reputation should be. What do you ascertain, Rex, that his reputation is? What do you what What is your opinion of what what legacy has he left? McCain? Yes. <laughs> I mean, he's left uh, He's left us nothing, really. A I st- mean, yeah, I mean, he, I can't think of a single positive achievement that he did. I mean, it's really... A, so, a feckless, weak, yeah, stereotypical politician, man, that, that, that said one thing and did another. And if you really want to see how awful John McCain was and how horrible of a human being was, go back and look what he did in the 70s as far as POWs, the families of POWs that had... Good evidence that their family members were still alive and stuck in theater, and the way he treated them—it's—it's it's, it's absolutely repugnant. It's totally disgusting, and I could talk about that subject alone for hours. But I, I'm sorry, I kind of railroaded you there. You're in the middle of saying something about McCain. Sorry, <laughs> I apologize. No, just, uh, going back to the <clears throat> to the line of questioning about Ray Epps, sure, because he asked, "Is Ray Epps a Fed?" And again, if we're going back to what the FBI, if if the FBI was still what everybody thinks, what they think it should be, or what they you know, sell what it, it was, yeah, what what you what you used to sell it as, I don't, I, I honestly don't know what they sell it as now. It just seems like a bottomless pit of corruption. So, but short answer, I mean, because all of this stuff should be easy, you know. How many Feds were involved on January six? None. Is Ray Epps a Fed? No. I this should be some pretty easy basic line of questioning. And it's just not. It's just not that simple. So when they, when you have somebody like this that avoids the question, avoids the question, I can't answer that. I can't answer that. Then you know what the answer is. Absolutely. And and it's, it kind of goes along with our votes and things like that. Like I, everybody was talking about after after the election, of course. Everybody that said that, like. We wanted Ted Cruz and we wanted Marsha Blackburn. We wanted them to to not certify the election so that we could have a few more days to do a little audit or whatever. And they did recounts. And we've talked endlessly about recounts, recounts, recounts. We don't want recounts. We want an audit. Yes. We've talked about what recounts did. Like if you're counting money and monopoly money, it still adds up to nonsensical money, which is the same thing with votes. If you're counting legitimate votes and fake votes, fake ballots, like you're still going to end up with the same amount, like you know, yes. you're still going to end up with the same amount of ballots. So it's inaccurate because yes, it's it's inaccurate because you're you're counting monopoly money. So we don't want that. We want audits. There was on a side note, there was a, a, a some kind of a special election in May of twenty in Pennsylvania, Scranton specifically, and now new footage has emerged of a dude walking in with two handfuls of ballot midday. Boom! Right into the to the ballot box, just. The ballot boxes need to be gone, the Mark Zuckerberg ballot boxes. When on, as, as far as this line of questioning here, I agree. But in addition, 
how how would you ever trust these people when now you know the 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 steel dossier what everybody always knew it was complete bullshit total bullshit and Schiff will still like I, and I want I think we had him on Oprah whipping dipping you know around it trying to act as if it was still legitimate when he was being questioned I said Oprah that was what's that stupid show that we hate the view? the view yeah that that's what I meant the view and so there is zilch you can trust from any of these uh, these factions of the government the FBI the CIA this is this is terribly terribly out of control that they would pull stunts like this all because and but that tells you how how bad like people that operate at that level of corruption what would drive them why, why would they attack Trump to that magnitude if he wasn't at least somewhat effective yeah and the answer is it's because he was but, and now you've got them trying <clears throat> they're proposing this legislation where they want to they want to protect free and fair elections yeah this is this is extremely bad news and and I was talking to somebody about this the other day about the the ultimate gaslighting, which is which is exactly what they're doing, and it's one of those things where they say, like, take for instance, me and my daughter were we went to check the mail the other day, and we were running back to the house, we were racing, so we're we're racing back to the house, and I'm 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 letting her beat me, whatever. So when we get close to the house, I shove her, I, I push her out of the way, and so that so that I win. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we get in the house, and she's like, "You cheated, you pushed me," and so I just to get a rise out of her, say, "No, I didn't push you. As a matter of fact, you pushed me." So, which is the mm-hmm. ultimate in gaslighting, which is what they're doing right here yes. with, with the legislation that they're trying to, to put in place in saying that we're not the ones that are trying to distort and contort uh, the, the elections. We're the one that are, that we're trying to secure it. We're trying to yes. give the elections integrity. Sure. And so to me, like that's, which is the ultimate in duplicity because on one hand they talk about election integrity, yeah. but then they talk about the right to vote. And so in their worldview, which they know it's BS, obviously, but like right now, New York, in New York, allowing illegals to vote. So voter ID laws, they hate voter ID. Like, yeah. and, and, and I, it, to me, it's difficult to comprehend how these people that grew up Democrat and they, they still are able to sign on for that and that the, the mainstream media is so effective that you will tolerate a lack of voter ID complete completely corrupt ripe with ripe with fraud because you hate Donald Trump that much it makes no sense and and that's kind of what I was getting at this guy the Matt Walsh he's one of the guys on the Daily Wire mm-hmm. and uh, he's pretty sharp but he tweeted out the other day it says notice how the Democrats have never not once provided even a single real life example of an actual human being who wanted to vote and was legally eligible to vote and yet was prevented from doing so. Not one example because it's a total fiction. Yes. It's absolutely. And, and and, and honestly, I mean, tell me where he's wrong. Where, where is that one person that was like, man, I went to the, I went to the polls and you know, I'm a, I'm a legal citizen. I've lived here all my life. I was born, you know, whatever. Yeah. And, and they wouldn't let me vote. What? I've, it doesn't happen. Now we've seen them plenty of times on, on video people, people being allowed to vote that have no ID 
break the rules. We we've had a, we've had instances of that on our show. So we've had we had plenty of the opposite to prove what these activists people working at the polls will do their level of corruption, which is why I always say get involved, become a committeeman, whatever you can do. And that's and that's why I say that's the ultimate in gaslighting. Like, not only are we not securing elections, we're letting we're I mean, we're letting voter fraud run rampant. Uh, we won't do audits about it. Like we we won't investigate it. We, I mean, you're you're fake news if you uh, if you mention it. And so not only are we not only are we not doing that, like we think that you're doing that. Yeah, which the 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 only po- well not the only one of the biggest positives is people aren't falling for it. Like they're not less the polling is catastrophic for the Democrats, which. On one hand, that's good, but the Republicans, the establishment Republicans think that gives them carte blanche to do whatever they want when they get back in power. People have to make the same demands. People have to get engaged. And for like, so for an example, Lindsey Graham is trying to patch up the relationship between Donald Trump and Mitch McConnell. That's not why people like Donald Trump is to patch up this broken deal. If this is a car, it's completely broke down. The engine is blown. It's way past the the wheel bearings are shot. The axles busted. Like, get this out of here. You're a Chinese shill. His wife's, if I'm not mistaken, a Chinese national. There's all kinds of ties between Mitch McConnell's fa- wife's family in China. Yeah, she she is. Yeah, that we don't need to compromise with this absolute, unequivocal, feckless, useless, ineffective dirtbag. Dude, you have got to go. You're you. You're just a stanky old, worn out pile of shit. That's and literally, what is that not an accurate description politically? And and your level of effectiveness and corruption, you don't belong here. You you do not represent anybody. The people of Kentucky hate you, but they're stuck in this trap of not being able to primary you with somebody good because the, the establishment keeps pushing you because of the money, the foreign money that comes in because of the. The relationships you've made, you you are the Republican version of Nancy Pelosi. People are all fixated right now on what she's done with the against the S and P five hundred. Dude, he is no better, which is kind of one of my points. You got to go. The system is broken. Lindsey Graham trying to establish a bridge between Trump and him for the good of the party. F that man. Mm-mm. And it was thus far, which I don't even like the fact that Donald Trump's palling around with Lindsey Graham. You suck too. You're a terrible piece of crap you did basically the same thing somewhat worse than what ted cruz did and so did mitch mcconnell lambasting donald trump on the sixth dude you guys should be looking at this and so now they want to talk about election integrity they took the ron mcdaniel the rnc collected 300 million dollars to examine fraud nobody knows what the hell happened to it and yet here you are now talking about fraud in the 2022 election who cares because you're worried about the good of your party i'm not and I don't think anybody else should be because if you're not America first candidates, I don't care about you, dude. I'm done. Like you're a two faced rat. You, you, you people have exposed yourself. There's no reason to let time soften what they did. No, dude, it's scorched earth, man. You don't, because listen, this, this country that so many sacrificed before is going to be left to our children. We cannot leave at this point. If something doesn't change, we're leaving this way worse than we found it. That cannot stand. This is Common Man's Common Sense. I am your host, Stanley Hudson. All right, next up, this is on uh, Epic Times. Walensky, this is the woman that works for the CDC that you see on the TV all the time, the kind of bland-looking woman that's usually wearing a mask with the dark hair. 
And the stupid face. Walensky's comments on comorbidities amongst COVID-19 deaths in reference to study on vaccinated. The overwhelming number of deaths occurred in people who had four or more comorbidities. Welcome to whenever this thing first came around. Center for Disease Control and Prevention Director Dr. Walensky's recent comments on COVID-19 deaths were in reference to a study on vaccinated populations, according to a CDC spokesperson. In an interview with Good Morning America on January 7th, Walensky said that an overwhelming number of deaths, 75%, occurred in people who have had four or more comorbidities. Quote, so really, these are people who are unwell to begin with, Walensky said. And yes, really encouraging news in the context of Omicron. This means to not only get your primary series, but to get your booster series. In an email, a CDC spokesperson told the Epic Times that Walensky was referring to a recent study from the agency that looked at the more than 1.2 million persons who completed primary vaccination during December 2020 through October 2021. So help me figure this out. Like, they're trying to say, yeah, they're trying to say that that, that was the people that were vaccinated died because they had four or more comorbidities. The people were making the argument that she said that is an overall generalized statement to the vaccinated and unvaccinated, which I think is what she was doing. But it seems to me and others now that, that Trump's not the president, they're 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 dialing it back and making excuses the the same things that people were saying when Trump was still the president. Yeah. As, which if you're still listening to the quote unquote experts on any of this, as far as Fauci or the C D C or whatever kind of guidelines that they're laying out in any particular week, like we we have enough information now that if you're still listening to those people, man, I hate it. That's you. I, I don't want to call somebody an idiot, but it's that's just not smart. I, we've known from the get go the vulnerable people, um, the people that are that have these comorbidities, older people, things like that, and ever and even the Omicron, which and for everybody that doesn't know, I've been out for the last couple of weeks, and that's what um, more than likely that's what I had. And to be honest, if, if after what I've had, uh, which basically summed up to, um, I had some chills, uh, like body aches for a day, maybe day and a half, uh, and then ended up with a sinus infection. So for, for me, like this is some Mickey Mouse stuff. If this is what we've, and this only goes to bolster the argument that I've made for the ever ever since the onset of COVID. This really only goes to bolster my argument, which is if if we've done made all of these provisions, we've altered our we've altered our voting. You know, we've yes. we've altered school, we've altered these children's lives and their their learning. We've I mean, we've altered people's jobs. Like I mean, oh, they've altered the entire yeah, economy. Yeah, you, you've you've completely set all. I mean, all of these things just completely off the rails for nonsense. Our past, present, and future has been altered because of this. Yes, and that's what I'm saying. And this is piddly. Like this, yeah. I, it was. It's just as piddly as I thought it would be. So, and I've got children, and guess what? Kids, not vulnerable. That's like, so, and I've said it, you know, I've said this before too, is they close schools down, the daycares have been open the whole time, and the children, they're, they're not the vulnerable people. The people that are vulnerable are the people that have comorbidities or the old people, if, if, you're, if you're elderly. Yeah. So, 
this is all it's it's nonsense uh, project veritas for the people that that don't know which i've had several phone calls just today alone about the video they released i want to say it was tuesday and i'm they've got some highlights of the actual documents this was from darpa the defense and research projects project agency but a, a brief summation is everything that we've suspected and said from the onset is is accurate and the majority of what president trump said from the onset was accurate just like everything else the the media would didn't, no matter what he said they wanted to argue with zero concern about what the ramifications would be and this is this is the the most stark example and so obviously you can go to their site and look at this in depth and it's 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 maddening um, because they willfully misguided people yeah. for what re- for money for a political agenda in my opinion for for several things and so like so I'm just going to read some of these this is scans of the actual documents and this this specific one's uh, August 13 of 21 from Commandant of the Marine Corps Fellow DARPA to Inspector General, subjects SARS-CoV-2 origins investigation with U.S. government program, undisclosed document and analysis. And so there, there's a lot of stuff here. I'm just going to, again, read these highlights. SARS-CoV-2 is an American-created recombinant bat vaccine or its precursor virus. It was created by an EcoHealth Alliance program at the Wuhan Institute of Viro- Virology. It's suggested by the reporting surrounding the lab leak hypothesis. The details of the program have been concealed since the pandemic began. These details can be found in the EcoHealth Alliance proposal response to DARPA preempt program broad agency announcement with the number dated March 2018, a document not yet publicly disclosed. DARPA rejected the proposal because the work was too close to violating the gain-of-function moratorium despite what Peter Daszak says in the proposal that the work would not, as is known, Dr. Fauci with the NIAID did not reject the proposal. The work took place at the WIV and several sites in the U.S. identified in detail in the proposal. The EcoHealth Alliance response to preempt BAA is placed along the other proposal documents in the preempt folder on the DARPA Biological Technology Office, JWIS, top secret, share drive address, and that's got the address. Bullet point two, SARS-CoV-2, hereafter referred to as SARS-CoV-WIV, is a synthetic spike protein chimera, I don't know what that is, engineered to attach to human ACE2 receptors and inserted into a recombinant bat SARS-CoV backbone. It is likely a live vaccine not yet engineered to a more attenuated state that the program sought to create with its final version. It leaked and spread rapidly because it was was aerosolized so it could efficiently infect bats in caves, but it was not ready to infect bats yet, which is why it does not appear to infect bats. The reason the disease is so confusing is because it is less a virus than it is an engineered spike protein hitchhiking a ride on a SARS-CoV quasi-species swarm. The closer it is to the final live attenuated vaccine form, the more likely that it has been de-attenuating since initial escape in August of 2019. This is where, if that's not good enough, ivermectin, identified as curative in April 2020, works throughout all phases of illness because it both inhibits viral replication and modulates the immune response. Of note, chloroquine phosphate, hydroxychloroquine, 
also known as hydroxychlorobobo, on common man's common sense, identified April 2020 as curative, is identified in the proposal as a SARS-CoV inhibitor, as is interferon, identified May 2020 as a curative. The gene-encoded, or mRNA, vaccines work poorly because they are in synthetic replications of the already synthetic SARS-CoV-WIV spike proteins and process no other epitopes. Bullet point four, I will inevitably be asked how I figured this out and how I discovered the documents. The pandemic response became the predominant focus of my fellowship efforts. DARPA worked a number of pandemic innovations and much of its team was familiar with biodefense. I had the opportunity to sit in the back row per se and observe and listen in on the government's efforts. My obligation light fellowship has allowed me to observe and read the field. The observation grew in scope to the point that it became a series of reports like a military scout would prepare when tasked to investigate a problem. And this is the last one. A technological challenge as difficult as inoculating bats in China would be tried at DARPA first. The massive Manhattan Project level of information suppression executed by the government and the Trusted News Initiative indicates that it would be covered up if something bad happened. The lab leak hypothesis and squabbling between Senator Rand Paul and Dr. Fauci indicated that the cover-up was more localized. Further, an actual cover-up would be more disciplined with its paperwork, so I presume that unclassified files would be concealed on a higher network and found them where I expected them to be. I understood that they were and their content pushed the files off site and compiled this report. What do you make of that? This guy that's sitting there lying in all all these hearings to to be as sanctimonious and indignant and self righteous as that little bastard is, you that that's basically that, I mean the to say the fox guarding the hen house, I don't even that's not even apropos. It's it's so much there's so much more magnitude to it than that. And the thing is, if there was any justice, that should be the death nail for that guy. Yes. that. And so, uh, was it yesterday or the day before, he was being questioned again by Rand Paul, and he gives some sob story about how somebody was supposedly coming across the country to shoot him with an AR-15 and was pulled over and caught. And Look, dude, how many deaths are you responsible for? And so, one, one of the things that was also in the that leaked out in emails was someone that worked for his organization asking him to slander three different epidemiologists from Stanford, Harvard, and Yale because they disagreed with what he was saying, which is not that it's not what they're saying wasn't sound and that, that he would disagree in a scientific setting to try and actually cure, fix a problem. He's trying to cover his ass still. And so it's the level of corrupt is so bad that this guy's on magazine covers. And that's that's how high level the propaganda apparatus and the ability for the establishment and the government to fool millions and millions of people like what you were saying into taking this vaccine and a multitude of other things and believing in this guy that's been caught lying multiple times and has been wrong every single time he's never been right but it's keep in mind it's not incompetence it's corruption and the thing is like when when i had the when i had the omicron or whatever it was and i also know people that have had the vaccine Mm -hmm. i have not right me and my family have not so and we were all over it within day and a half two days and the worst part about it was the the sinus infection that kind of followed it so, but I know people that are, they're vaccinated, boosted, all of that stuff. Still got it. 
I know many like that. So and that's they, that's they what st- the documentation shows yeah. is that it, it's a, so it's not effective. They yeah they they still got it. They were still just as out of work as I was, but just because of protocol and as far as you know, you need negative tests or whatever to come back. And then when I went, I, I actually went after COVID because I had a sinus infection. So I went to um, a local urgent care and I talked to a practitioner there and I was told that basically they had had so many people come in with the exact same symptoms. Um, and this person asked if I was vaccinated, and I, which, and, and I'm still of the, I'm I'm still of the thought like it's it's really nobody's business. Yeah. Like I I don't know when we just started it it was just okay to start asking people, you know, their their status. It's to me it's still not. But whatever. So I said, No, no, I'm not. And um they said, Well, all the people that we've had in here, they were like vaccinated, unvaccinated, doesn't matter. Basically this stuff though it's it's highly contagious, but it's not severe. Mm-hmm. So it's contagious, whatever. And basically, and this was from the practitioner, we're all going to have to get it. Or we're all going to end up with it. So it, regardless of your vaccination status. Let, I'm so, sorry. well, just basically saying that because everybody's been hoodwinked into thinking that this stuff's effective. And even as uh, here in the last week, Whoopi Goldberg on The View, mm-hmm. she she was in virtual and just the absolute shock on her face. I'm, I'm vaccinated, and I've, mm-hmm. I've I've had the booster shot, and I just can't believe that that I've got it. Yeah. How did How did I end up with it? Yeah. It's it's. And when when you're when you're towing when you're a propagandist towing the line, and and believing in the quote unquote science, this is this is what you wind up with. And fear was the biggest motivator into people running yes. out and getting that. And so. My question is, if, like, what happened with Joe Rogan, when CNN and and Jimmy Kimmel and all the other propagandists were talking about horse goo and, and all that, what is the end game of this concentrated effort to misguide people? It's not just money. Yeah. It's not Why just not money. not let people have treatment like ivermectin? That's, a, that's my question. What What is if your end game? If you're really worried about people... Yeah, if the if the data shows like President Trump said at the onset that the monoclonal antibodies, therapeutics, ivermectin, and hydroxychloroboro, he, what, why was this guy doing this? Why, why? To, so, and the thing is, like the unknown, the 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 one thing that we don't know is from the absolute get go, we don't know. We well, I'll start with what we do know. What we do know is. They told everybody not to go to the hospital. Don't go to the ER. The ERs are, the ERs are overrun. So they're they're absolutely overrun. And then we had videos of ERs that were completely empty. Mm-hmm. And But in all of that, you had people missing cancer screenings. You had people, you know, missing things like that. You don't know the secondary effects that, that, that happened because of that. You know what I mean? So people not just having COVID or whatever, you know, regardless of the severity, but people missing things like dialysis appointments, cancer screenings, 
things like that. Sure. Yeah. Because this had very little to do with with yeah, actual public because health. Because we were all told not to not to go to the hospital, not to overrun the the all the medical institutions. Right. But we we've played video of Anthony Fauci in, in a medical hearing on stage from if I remember correctly, roughly 2017, talking about changing public perception on vaccines like these, which technically, I, the way it's explained to me, this is not a vaccine, and, and it stands to reason a vaccine wouldn't allow you to still get sick. And so, and in fact, before I go on this next tangent, this is just a screenshot from uh, Jack uh, Posebiek, I think that's how you pronounce it, it's Twitter. And so it's just two screenshots of, let's see, we got the Pfizer CEO excited to share. This is, I'm sorry, this is 4121. Excited to share that updated analysis from our phase three study with BioNTech also showed that our COVID-19 vaccine, pardon me, was 100% effect, effective in preventing COVID-19 cases in South Africa. 100% exclamation mark. And this is this week. Pfizer CEO, two doses of the vaccine offers very limited protection, if any. Three doses with a booster offer reasonable protection against hospitalization and deaths, less protection against infection. And like you said, people are still falling for this, which I'm not saying that this is what I think because this this is what gets us kicked off YouTube and so many other places. And and obviously not just us, many people, you're not allowed to have free thought. And that's part of, I think, the, the bigger picture in the whole package with the way they've manipulated this. And so from the onset, I don't know if it got out. When you get caught lying... Why would I believe anything you say? Therefore, the mind starts to run amok. That's human nature. Because in the absence of facts and evidence and truth, none of what you've really presented, in my opinion, presented well, the mind goes whatever way. So Anthony Fauci being the, the number one representative for the federal government as far as this entire quote-unquote pandemic goes, you lied about all this and now we have the proof, which we've had proof, other proof in addition to this for some time. One of the reasons I think that fear was able to drive people is because most people aren't political. They're not paying attention. They take their eye off the ball. They still don't realize at this day and age, like I said earlier, with as far as things have gotten, everything is political. You have to keep your eye on the ball. And it's, in my opinion, in the way I live, it's imperative that you pay attention to what they're doing, what the level of honesty is, follow the money, X, Y, and Z. This None of this made any sense to me or you from the very beginning. You created it. You said you did not. The emails prove you lied and coerced people into selling that it occurred naturally. We know now that that is unequivocally, absolutely 100% false. The documentation proves it. No matter what anybody listening to this says, that is the truth. You're busted. If all the other indicators and all the other evidence didn't let you know that, you, I'm assuring you now, he lied. They made it. It escaped a laboratory like the president said at that time. And like I've always said, with enough time, the majority of things that the pre President Trump said are usually proven to be right. So, how do we know? And I, I'm not saying I believe this. But people don't think, oh, you're crazy conspiracy theorist. Because, dude, I'm in the automotive world. I'm not a scientist. And th this guy doesn't do a good job of championing science, even though he literally said he is science. He represents science. Attack on him is an attack on science. An attack on him in reality is attack on mistruth. Everybody's talking about fake news and mistruth and, and all the things. You're lying. You're not banned from anything, but you're, you're a fucking liar. So how do we know that the Omicron variant that is supposed to be so transmissible but not deadly isn't yet something else you tweaked for benefit 
politically because we all saw what happened when this thing emerged. And so now everybody's got it. How do we know that that's not by design? And this is what happened. When you find evidence like this, this is what people's minds do. How do we know that you're not releasing this? You didn't modify it. Release it like you did before so that by the time 2022 rolls around, this really isn't that much of a thing because everybody's now got herd immunity, vaccinated or not. Oh, Joe Biden saved it. The Democrats did it. That's what that, and because, and maybe I'm too much of what I'm saying. Maybe I'm too political and look at everything, but I, I can't help it. You can't be trusted. I mean, is that is that rational or is that crazy? No, that's completely rational. <clears throat> and see, and the thing is, like, which Joe Biden's, and I think it was Tucker Carlson that went over it the other day. He was talking about Joe Biden's numbers being in the tank. And, and helicopters are here, is. by the way. They're, helicopters and, have been circling all night. Yes. And that, uh, and that as of right now, like in, in his presidency, this should be the honeymoon period. He should be as popular as he's ever going to be. Uh, but instead, he's... Well, it is. Yeah. And, and instead, like his, his approval rating's in the tank because he's proved to be incompetent on everything. As a matter of fact, I heard the other day also that more people have also died of COVID under Joe Biden yeah. than they did under Trump. And that's why so that's why they're trying to kind of shift the goalposts again. Yeah. Oh, well, that's people with four or more comorbidities. Get vaccinated. Get vaccinated. Get vaccinated. Mm, who else shivered? <laughs> That's cringe. Can we can we get that again? Get vaccinated. Get vaccinated. Get vaccinated. Email us. Call us if you if you don't like the clip, and we'll stop using it. We love it. Therefore, we're going to keep keep using it. Um, are you on for Thursday next week? Yes. So that'll be uh, what's what's next Thursday's date? Anybody? Let's I don't have see. a. Ca- we're so poor we don't have a calendar. It would be the twentieth. <laughs> the twentieth. So that'll be. January 20th at 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 561-363-6060. Well, dude, I've been telling these these people on these forums, like, that I argue with, dude, call, like, and it shuts them off. Like, you call in our show. Like, so, dude, if, you, if you, you're talking about wanting to debate, call in. So, uh, speaking of people calling in, we had an email from some goofball guy about Danny Rossetti. Yeah, and he was saying that he wanted some uh, Dr. Barry Borgen, Borgerson, who's like some kind of self-help guru who's now trying to apply that to uh, politics. And he wanted to come on our show because I'm sure this is a mass email, maybe. But there were some specific things in there that made it, you know what I mean, that it was to us specifically. But I don't know why they thought it'd be good because in the email he talks about uh, just, let's see, what order was it? Yeah, let me read this. Since you focus on politics in your podcast, I think your audience would be very interested to listen to Barry Borgerson. Many journalists, political commentators, and podcast participants point out in agony the many mechanisms underway that are destroying the viability of our self-governing systems. But we lacked a viable path to solve this problem. Barry can explain how, quote, reality's lenses enable populist manipulators to construct such delusional beliefs as Stop the Steal and QAnon into the auto context of vulnerable citizens and therefore their voters. I don't know why he wouldn't come on because we said, okay, cool, man. You're more than welcome to come on here. Like, oh, you're a professor. Doesn't mean anything to me. He's a doctor. I, uh, well, that's cool. The doctor's out, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you come on here and you'll get drunk through the mud, dude. He's PhD. filled with the truth. What is he, a PhD? Like, uh, Fauci. Is he a PhD? I would say so. Doesn't mean anything to me, dude. Is she is is he the same? He's the same kind of doctor as Jill Biden. Oh, that's a hell of a doctor. Yeah, yeah. he's a, he's a hell of a doctor. 
yeah, so I I represent science. Anyway. All right, folks. You know it, you love it, you beg for it, you demand it. Are we ready? Almost. Are y'all ready for this? I'm ready. I don't know that you are, dude. Let's I want it. everybody to get pumped up because we actually did this intro specifically for Rex because he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't like it, and that doesn't matter. He's been out for three <laughs> weeks. Like, look, uh, Omicron don't matter. STD that's reverse. So he doesn't he doesn't listen anyway. This week, just to be clear, I wasn't out three weeks with COVID. What happened? Did oh, you yeah. have an STD as well? <laughs> <laughs> No, that's not exactly how. That's not exactly the reason I was out. I know that's uh, that may be for another guy. Um, <laughs> I've never missed no, a show. <laughs> they don't call it that anymore, do they? They call it something else. It's, now, it's not a very nice thing to say, is it not? What's when, not? When you're making fun of me, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Yeah, like that's so two weeks ago. <laughs> no, anyway, this is everybody's favorite segment of the show. That's probably not true, but it doesn't care. I'm going to say it anyways. We got to liven this pup up this week in idiot cross-dressing, Democrat, child molesting weirdos. Let's hit it, boys. (laughs) (laughs) What do we got? Y'all ready for this? Y'all ready for this? He likes it. He likes it. All right. We've got a, uh, it's good that that was uh, lively because y'all probably won't like these stories. <laughs> the first one is one of the creepy, more creepy things I've ever seen. And and there's a rhyme and a reason to this because when you come across these people in public discourse and you see the people in the media that support this nonsense, it's a whole package. There's no diversity of thought and leftist ideology none you can't really lose a debate to someone that supports this and it's gone so far off the rise it's just insulting that this is going on in america but that's neither here nor there well actually it is is here and we're going to deal with it so first up we've got um a clip that's on rumble and i think i found this via gateway pundit big surprise and this is and i just wonder if it's that kid's biological father it's an overweight weirdo Way too old to be dressed the way he's dressed. This reeks of something completely inappropriate going on. And, uh, well, it is something inappropriate going on. I think there's even more to it. Um, This is very, very disturbing. Um, And what would you estimate that kid to be? Age-wise? Yeah. I would say, no. No, it's, it's, it looks, it's a he, correct? It is a, a, I, I a would, little boy. Yeah, it's a biological male. Yeah. No, I'd say that kid's probably 11 or 12. Okay. And what, one of the things when when you're watching this, uh, I'm the only one here that's seen it, the kid keeps looking off camera for approval. This is so, so, there's so such got, coercion here. You got this, like, overweight guy that's got his trendy little beard, and he's wearing yeah. a beanie. Yeah. And then this kid that's wearing, it looks like a Beetlejuice outfit. Like it's got the black and white stripes down the sleeves and has one of those little choker, yeah, necklace things yeah. on, yeah. And so, so uh, just uh, an awkward looking little kid that's yeah. pale and yeah. Which I mean, you know. I, in his defense, it's through no fault of his own that his parents are freaking wackos, yeah. And that he's growing up in a system that that 
that puts a premium on this idiotic behavior, which is merely a mechanism for kids to get attention when they do these things. And I'm obviously yet again, I'm, I'm not in psychology, but it, it seems very basic that when you find out you can get attention from doing something because you have a lack of it somewhere else, or again, something completely and totally evil and inappropriate is going on between him and this, this, uh, older guy that like I said, I don't know if it's his biological father or not. I would wager that it probably is not that they're ripe for this stuff. So let's hit it. Well, I'm going to go ahead and help you out. Let's get answer some questions because I guess you guys want to know. So, Hey, hi. what's your name? My name is Mo. Mo, go ahead and answer the question. Are you a boy or are you a girl? I am neither actually. I what? Get out of town. What's that mean? That means I am gender fluid. Gender fluid? So what do you like to be called if you're gender fluid? Um, I prefer they, them, so it's not just like having a new like pronoun every day making it super difficult. All right, they, them, they, them. Gotta be honest, what's this gender fluid mean? Um, so instead of being one solid gender, my gender changes each day, month, week, it all depends. Like, so one day I could be a boy, the next day I could be a girl. Agender, pangender, and so forth. Oh, all right, all right. But, you know, the people really want to know. You were clearly born either a boy or a girl. It's got to be one or the other, right? I mean, they, it's what they say. What do you, what is it? Answer. Well, I personally think it's none of your business, and you don't need to know what's in my pants. Oh, <laughs> you know what? I agree. It's yeah. not really any of your business. Yeah. So, um, you, you, oh, Just it's not like vaccination status. Sure. It's none of your business. Right. But the thing <laughs> is, like, you guys came up with this whole contrived thing. And the craziest thing, well, not the craziest, one of the very crazy things to me is how people fall in lockstep. Like, if there's such differentiation in personality types, all these things that are different and moving and changing, why is it in lockstep? with every other one of these freaking videos, dude. Nobody cares what's in your pants, kid, except for that dude, because he's the one that's got you on the freaking internet, selling you out, exploiting you. And and if I had to bet money, anybody here, if you got, if you have to make a bet that that, that man is molesting that biological boy, yes or no? I'm not taking that bet. That that dude. That, I mean, that's, yeah, yeah that's, You're, that's happening. Because you, you seemed... Very concerned with what's in that child's pants that you're putting it all over the internet like an absolute weirdo, exploiting the hell out of this kid. Oh, it's not your effing business. Yeah, and I don't want it to be. Get away from me. How about that? Take your weird shit and get the hell away from you, weirdo. And the problem is, I know people who have this bullshit going on with their children at their school. And one of the amusing things about it is that a political part, you know, non political guy. You know, we've had arguments about gay marriage and this, that, and the other, and he's, you know, said I was anti-gay, which I'm not anti-gay. I'm not going to glorify something that that I don't agree with. You can be gay all day, but I'm not going to glorify your behavior and call it normal. I mean, if that that doesn't, I'm not anti-gay. Um, I'm anti-glorification of gay behavior. Like, I'm not going to glorify it um, on several different pretenses. That's kind of my whole. That's my whole problem, and I was talking to somebody earlier this week about Joe Rogan, but that whole libertarian mindset of, you know, you do you and I'll do me has largely led to uh, the normalization and, and 
the the of course with the legalization of gay marriage, it kind of lended cre- you know lend credence to to that whole movement. And anybody that had half of a brain knew that it wasn't going to stop there. And now, however many years later, you've got. I mean, we weren't talking about pansexuals back then. No, we weren't talking about we weren't pansexuals talking about even gender, three years ago. Yeah, we weren't talking about gender fluid. Like, we didn't know how bad they would ramp it up and how stupid and, and how perverted it would get and how fast. But everybody that had any kind of inkling of a brain back then knew that that was Pandora's box, yeah. that you cannot lend credence to this type of sexual depravity. I, I'd have to reiterate, just like with, with any other thing that's not the norm, and statistically speaking and otherwise, the the numbers dictate, the percentage dictate, is abnormal behavior. Even homosexuality in comparison to the rest of the population is an abnormality. And, and dude, I'm not... Again, you do you, whatever you But that's that. the thing. Like, that's not... They, they've they proven it. They're like, people that do, like the libertarian, have the live and let live type mentality. These people you never do, intended to do that. Yes, though. that's and, absolutely. That's and, that's not possible. And so for them to be validated, they have to smash your free speech. And and that's again, why people think that you're anti-gay because you you don't glorify it. Because that's ultimately what they want. And it, they it, don't it, want acceptance. It, they want glorification. Right. And But... The, the thing with this garbage is, this is all packaged in with the CRT stuff, and it's all steeped in Marxism. This is what this is. It's communism. Like I've said so many times on here, like we saw what, what China was doing with, we talked about um, making sure none of like the uh, effeminate males were in their military. They try to eliminate that from our their culture. Gay over there isn't a thing. This isn't a thing. And so, like, the standards of our military weakening. What's what's the long... And we've talked about it before. What is the long-term outlook for our military with the direction they're taking it with this nonsense? Well, what do this, we have to gain? Nothing and everything to lose. I mean, what... Honestly, what productive... What What is this producing? What? How does this make us better? It's making a mentally disturbed person feel validated. And which I don't know that that kid le- left... To, to a good, you know, in a good family, in a good environment, would probably wouldn't be like this. This is obviously orchestrated by the wacko on the right, the father figure for an ulterior motive is what I would guess. Like, dude, it doesn't, it's not, this isn't rocket science. And I don't give a crap when anybody says, look at this dude. And if that's not enough for you, th- so the guy's got his beanie on. So we're going to go scroll down and we're going to go to the next little video, which is them watching some kind of weird sexual cartoon. The guy doesn't have his beanie on. And you tell me what you think if, if this doesn't bolster my argument or not. Same guy, no beanie. You believe me now? And look at what they're watching. Look at the way they're on each other like this. I thought that before I saw this. Bark. Bark, bark. Yeah, so... And basically, for the people that can't see that, that's like some kind of a puppet with a human body in the, uh, what would you call that, like a dog position with like a giraffe head and a dog, like a giraffe neck and a dog head. And uh, of okay. course, the dude with no beanie on is completely bald. Which it's all complete, whatever that animal weird thing was completely naked. Right. So it's all flesh toned, yeah. just yeah, some kind of odd. And of course, yeah. look down in the bottom, you can see it's TikTok. Yeah. So, and, and so that's what the dude's doing is exploiting this kid on TikTok. And ruining his ruining his life because that's a biological male. Yeah, is that not just yeah? 
Can you see where I'm coming from? Yeah, he's he's all right. I mean, he was creepy with the beanie on, but yeah, when you take it off, he's yeah. There, there's definitely some improprieties taking place there, and that indignation is what it's, it's the same thing you see with people that are in the wrong. Anthony Fauci would be another good example. You get caught being indignant, dude. You're you're covering up what you're doing. It's it's very obvious to anybody with a brain. This one, this one's the USA Today. They got a lot of flack. They took down their tweets for this article, but left up the article. So that's good because they got a whole bunch of backlash. And I've been, I have to say this, and people that know me are probably tired of hearing it. I've been saying this for 20 plus years at this point that what you just said, the legalization of gay marriage and glorification of gay marriage and sexual debauchery would inevitably lead to this. And it's funny because my wife sent me a CNN article that is basically the same as this from 2012. CNN, we all know what they're up to right now. So USA Today, and, and I'll make this, this, one, was this one brief. Um, the complicated research behind pedophilia. Aaliyah E. Dastager, doesn't matter. She's a wacko. Pedophilia is viewed as among the most horrifying social ills, but scientists, there's that word, who study the sexual disorder say it is also among the most misunderstood. When most of the public thinks of pedophilia, they assume it's synonymous with child sexual abuse, a pervasive social problem that's exploded to crisis levels online. Researchers who study pedophilia say the term describes an attraction, not an action, and used again interchangeably with abuse fuels misperceptions. The American Psychiatric Association's Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders said pedophilia is defined by recurrent, intense sexual arousing fantasies, sexual urges, or behaviors involving sexual activity with a prepubescent child or children. Scientists have said in recent decades improved their understanding of pedophilia's causes, prenatal and early childhood risk factors, as well as how pedophiles can better control impulses. One of the most significant findings is that scientists who study this disorder say pedophilia is determined in the womb. Yeah, we knew that was coming. Yeah. Though environmental factors may influence whether someone acts on the urge to abuse. Quote, the evidence suggests it is inborn. It's neurological, said James Cantor, a clinical psychologist, sex researcher, and former editor-in-chief of Sexual Abuse, a journal of research and treatment. Pedophilia is the attraction to children, regardless of whether the person ever harms. Not all people who sexually abuse children are pedophiles. Some Some pedophiles never abuse children, experts say, but some people who sexually abuse children do not sexually prefer them, but use them as a surrogate for an adult partner. They may be disinhibited and antisocial with impulse control problems. There are child molesters and pedophiles. If you think of Venn diagrams, there's a lot of overlap. I'm not going to read the rest of her quote. This is not something that people choose. Here we go, and this is exactly what I've been saying for the longest time. Michael Seto, forensic research director at the Royal Ottawa Healthcare Group in Canada, said there is more neuroscientific knowledge of pedophilia than ever before. MRI research is showing how sexual interests develop in the brain. I think as a field, we've accepted the idea that it is not something that people choose, Seto said. Cito said that pedophilia is something people are born with or at least have a predisposition to. Evidence shows men are more likely to have pedophilia than women. This aligns with research showing men are more likely to have other paraphilias, including exhibitionism, voyeurism, and sadism. Men are also more likely than women to commit criminal acts. Well, that's kind of bigoted. Research also offers insight into risk factors, pedophiles, and the choice to abuse. You get the point. Like, man, this thing's long. The controversy over destigmatizing pedophilia is another bullet point. This one's only two paragraphs, so uh, real quick, and I'll let Rex say what he wants to say. 
sorry, an academic at Old Dominion University in Norfolk, Virginia, who talked about destigmatizing pedophilia. We talked about this guy and referred to pedophiles as minor attracted people resigned in November following an outcry over the phrase. Alan Walker argued destigmatizing the attraction would allow more people to seek help and ultimately prevent child abuse. There's a growing support in the field for Walker's point of view. While Cantor said there's no treatment that can turn a pedophile into a non-pedophile, pedophiles can be taught self-control and compensatory strategies, which he said is more likely if they're under the care of a professional. He argues that pedophiles need to be able to access therapy, which can be difficult since those afflicted may be ashamed to seek help or worry about being reported to the authorities if they do. And so, think just like off the top of my head, you know, the CRT pushes this stuff, but can why can't you apply... Like when they're talking about racism, like the you know the worst thing that you could ever be as a a racist. Like you know you have to be to be anti-racist, you have to be so many things. Pedophiles can be taught self-control and compensatory strategy, but they can't you know not be pedophiles. Huh, interesting. They're saying more and more doctors are coming to this way of thinking. I wonder why that is, dude. And the only thing I can say is. I told you so. Like yeah. so many people have told me well, I was crazy for such a long time. No, so I have to. Not. I have to say, like the the egotistical side of me. It, it, it's uh, it's nice to have continually have uh, vindication, as bad as this is. And do people? So many people that I've talked to and read about didn't know that stuff like this was occurring, even in private schools. So no matter where your kid goes, this is becoming inescapable, yeah. and there, there's a reason for that. And the thing is, like, you, you, and back to the same old point, but we knew when they started lending credence to to homosexual behavior and validating it. And I had this, I had this debate online with somebody years ago about being born gay because I refuse to believe that. I, I, it's like anything else. I mean, if if you can apply that, and which was my my argument back then then you can say that someone's born a murderer. Like, they, yes. they don't have a choice. They have to murder people. Yes. You know, or they're, they're born a thief. Like, I don't have a choice. I have to steal. Yeah. I, I must steal. It's part of me. I was born a thief. So, yeah. but that, that was the argument. And if you can say that someone's born gay, then we, we knew that it was only a matter of time before you can say that someone's born anything. Right. And, so, I, and, and we knew that pedophile was coming yeah. Shortly thereafter, um, I talked to one of our, our listeners today who, who I know personally, and I had a, a debate at where he works with, with two, it was two on one. And uh, I'd said this, and they, of course, uh, they were incredulous. They couldn't believe that I would suggest something like that is completely different. And one of their reasonings was because the pedophile is doing something illegal. Well, no, not according to how they're going to do this. Yeah. And so that's exactly how I said it would go because they're going to say they're born that way. Uh, you're so full of crap. And dude, that, that interchange was roughly 2009, 2010. So 12 years ago, give or take, but I'd been saying it longer than that. So, and that's one of the things I always say on here when people don't like this type of discussion is this doesn't bother me that much. Like it does, but I saw this coming 10 miles away. I, I, I knew this was coming. But speaking of creepy, weird pedos, since, you know, this is This Week in Idiot, cross-dressing, child-molesting Democrats. <laughs> I love the name of the segment. Yeah. The Queen strips Prince Andrew of all military titles and patronages. This is Breitbart. Buckingham Palace announced Thursday that Queen Elizabeth 
has stripped her son, Prince Andrew, of all military titles and patronages, and he will no longer be entitled to use his royal highness as a form of address. The action, effective immediately, means he is now forced to defend a sexual abuse case in a U.S. court as a private citizen. The civil case brought by Virginia... It's late. We've been at it for a while. I don't know how to pronounce your last name. Anybody else want to take a stab at that? Besides Prince Andrew? Is due to move into a discovery phase soon where Andrew may have to sit for an interview under oath known as a disposition. The decision is understood to have been taken following wide discussions amongst the royal family. It comes on the same day more than 150 UK military veterans wrote to Queen Elizabeth and asked her to strip Andrew of his honorary military titles. Their demand follows the relationship. Because he was trying to strip children. Yes. Their demand follows his relationship with the late disgraced financier Jeffrey Epstein, as Breitbart News reported. And likewise, he looks like an absolute creep. Therefore, he's guilty. <laughs> Dude, it's, you've been judged. Yeah. You were on the, he was on the flight manifest to Jeffrey yeah. Epstein's. That would be there's photographs of the yeah, guy. His little pedophile <laughs> island. So, yeah. Yeah. I, you you guys weren't going there to play tittlewinks. So, yeah. Well, I mean, they may call it that. Oh, yeah. You can call it whatever you want to, but you know what was happening there. Yeah. So, you're a pedo. They may. Hate it for you, not Prince Andrew. <laughs> yeah, not, not <laughs> yeah. Prince Andrew. Sorry about your luck. Yeah. And we have one of Rex's favorite people. The, uh, this, pardon me. The original pansexual. Is she the original? I, that was a, the first time I had ever heard it. I she, think she coined the phrase. She's she, a, she's a freaking, she's a trailblazer. She reminds me of a walrus, dude. Like her face, like in, in like the, the, the neck, chin, and yeah, the mouth. Yeah, and she, it's like the more these type people try to look different, the more they all, they look, all the look the same. Yeah. It's like every hipster on the planet that tries to look a little bit different, but they all go out and buy the same plaid shirt and glasses and like kind of work boot looking things that'll never actually see work. Yeah. They wear the same pants that are like cuffed at the bottom. So, but everyone that's a weird sexually just weird Her, oddball <laughs> I mean, pervert is, yeah is there another word for weird that because she's she's odd looking that's those yeah. tattooed eyebrows i was talking about well one of the things i saw too she shaved the side of her head when she got out of like when this what we're about to talk about was over and tattooed like a spider on like really big above her ear on the side of her skull <clears throat> so i was pretty sweet Singer and actress Demi Lovato. This is gonna be a shock. I know a lot of our listeners don't even know who this is, and the reason that we're, we've talked about her before because she was the one like that was doing the they them. Like that was one of the first times because that's before we were doing this sweet segment, and and all this is still new with this BS. So that's the first time like I'd really heard about the they them and and all that nonsense. So we're just revisiting it because I had such a good time talking about this idiot. And again, th- th- this is the type of people that are influencing your children because she, her her likes and her her following on social media dude, she she has a lot of interaction with young people yeah and so the, if, if you're or if your kid's using yeah uh, look at that 124 million followers that can't be right good God. right there there's no there's no decimal in there goodness gracious dude i would never have thought that somebody hell was hell no good <laughs> night <laughs> Well, maybe you do know who she is then. Yeah. I didn't. That's crazy, though, because um, I, I didn't know who she was until we, we talked about it. But um, she has a potato head. Yeah, I, bet it's, like, <laughs> does, I, mean, I bet she has a potato checking account, too. Oh, yeah. Well, right. Golden well, potato. 
well, look what she's doing with it, dude. And this is going to be a shock yeah. to absolutely nobody, dude. This is because she's such a dodo bird. And this is the reason that she doesn't know what she is. Singer and actress Demi Lovato is back home after seeking treatment for addiction at a Utah rehabilitation facility. Multiple media outlets reported this weekend. Lovato, 29, wrote on Instagram early last month that being, quote, California sober, drinking alcohol and smoking marijuana wasn't working anymore. Dying to a dollar says she'll be back to it in a week. Wow. So that's what California sober means. Drinking alcohol and smoking marijuana. Sounds pretty cool, dude. Dude. So, sober, sober is the only way to be, Lovato said. That reminds me of any time you're watching the first 48 and they've got somebody for questioning. And, like, they start to find out the investigators have more and more evidence. Like, honestly, okay, honestly, honestly, this time, like, for real, for real, this time. Like, <laughs> sober, sober. Okay, whatever that means. Double sober. Boom roasted. The New York Post cited an unnamed source Saturday as saying the artist had recently been to rehab but is, quote, doing well at home. Demi Lovato, who identifies as non-binary, uses the pronouns they and them. Is a scumbag. Had been you. Wow, awesome dude. Had been using meth and heroin. What a so shocker! So that's New York sober. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, dude. That is uh, had been using meth and heroin when suffered a near fatal overdose in 2018. Well, damn it to hell. Come on, dude. I will be if you're gonna do it. Do it right. We talked about that before. So about she how, quit the meth. Maybe that's why she's packed on the pounds and her head looks like a potato. Dude, her head is. Yeah, it's bigger than that guy that lives right down the street, dude. You know what I'm talking about. That customer that we used to have. Yeah, the fat head. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I had a hypothesis, dude, that I think his head is actually a spaceship for aliens. Because, like, it's his... He's like the, the guy producer had asked black. me what if he like went like like shot in outer space. I can't remember what it was. Like, maybe we were on meth when he said this. But... Speak for yourself. Well, you're the one that said it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, anyway... I uh, was on some of that other guy down the street he, stuff. Yeah, he, start, <laughs> he's, he started it. I ran with it. So it's not my fault. Never. And that other guy down the street will listen to this. Yes, he does. And so, I know it. So anyway, um, yeah, so I think that, that when you said that, like, I think his head is the mothership. Like, the other aliens reside in his head. Anyway, it's been, look, we've been at it a long time. We can't help it. 561-363-6060. Yes. 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on the, what are we, the 20th. Info and that and goes common, man, common sense, and you can find that com. on our website too. Like, because I know with like the the increase in listens, some of them have to be the people that have antagonized online. Yeah, call in, baby. Oh yeah, get it. <laughs> Don't be scared, Amazon buyer. Oh, dude, I forgot about Amazon buyer. That's get crazy. Some. That's crazy that I forgot about Amazon buyer. I oh. didn't. <laughs> yeah, really, he did not like that. So I know there's more to this. Lovato subsequent subsequently went to rehab and received injections of. Vivitrol, which stops the effects of opioids. Lovato had also spent time in treatment facilities in 2010 and 2012, so she's got a great track record. Battles with substance abuse were chronicled in the YouTube docuseries Demi Lovato, Dancing with the Devil. Demi is committed to her, her well-being. Okay, we don't care about that. Let's get to the comments because I know there's some rich ones down there. Let's see. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Novel concepts. Her use of the word, quote, they, is her way of including her assortment of chins, a neck thicker than a, mid- a middle linebacker, <laughs> and dozens of voices that keep her company. She's in a movie with Britney Spears and they got him a grand old time. <laughs> and of course, and of course, scr- the whole classic, dude, this person's brilliant. I love this person. Screen name, that kid from Kindergarten Cop comment. Boys have a penis. Girls have a vagina. F Joe Biden. (laughs) I think we're done, fellas. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for listening. Tune in next week. You know the time to call, and that's 561-363-6060. Please, please, please share our podcast. podcast. Please share our podcast. Have a good evening. 
get you through. Let him 